Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number eight. Uh, and tonight we're joined by Toby and we're going to talk about his ceramic pinhole camera, a little bit about uh, Worldwide Pinhole Photography Day, some infrared, and a little bit of dogs barking. Toby. Corey, how are you doing? Good. And there is Andrew. Ah. The three. The three it, amigos at last. It worked. I was I was about to go to bed. I was <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> so, so let me do this real fast. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Thank uh, you we've very been much. Some problems uh, hooking up. Um, this is show number eight. Uh, and the normal suspect is here, Andrew. Uh, and this week we have Toby. Uh, Andrew, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, mate. I, I, I'm not sure whether folk out there realised I was a normal suspect. I think we, we were playing it quite cagey last week as to whether I'd be uh, kind of your regular sidekick or not. But I think um, I think I've now agreed to be your regular sidekick, so that's all good. That works. <laughs> yeah, just got to overcome the the technology, which is uh, troublesome. Yeah, there's. Were there's... you press? Go ahead, Toby. Sorry, I was going to say, were you press ganged, Andrew? Um, no, I did reach out to Corey because he sent me, like you, he sent me that uh, those um, coloured gels. Yes. And uh, and he he'd kind of put a a plea out for guests, so I said, "Oh, come on." And then he said, "Well, Mark, I haven't told anyone yet, but Mark's probably going to just take a back seat for a while." And so I wasn't really sure whether I was coming on as a guest or to co-host. Um, but I, 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 I quite enjoyed it last week. So apart from that twenty yeah, seconds good. of silence, but anyway, we, <laughs> it was we'll it was good over. listening. It was good listening. <laughs> well, thank cool. you very much. Awesome. Well, Toby, um, why don't you uh, let everybody know a little bit about yourself uh, and your amazing ceramic camera? Well, um, I'm Toby. I've been a professional photographer since two thousand and one. Uh, the 11 years preceding that, I worked in uh, professional film labs, processing and printing. I've always um, been in, I've always worked in the professional industry. And I do things like pinhole photography because it's a nice lo-fi way of getting away from my work life, which involves having to make perfect... What's that noise? That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Do you forget right, my t- I'm terribly sorry. My my little dog's had an operation and she's uh, <laughs> she she was making some kind of noise. I've just shoot her out there. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, oh, the joys I'm, of live podcasting. Woof woof. As a professional photographer, I have to create perfectly exposed, sharp, well composed pictures. And the stuff like the pinhole and my red scale work is what I do as an antidote to that. So uh, stuff sure. that doesn't have to be perfect. Cool. I really get a kick out of making pictures that look like they were taken in mid mid eighteen hundreds. That sort of pseudo Victorian feel really uh, really appeals to me. That's gotcha. How long? Um, I, I I was poking around on online, Toby and. Um... I was intrigued by Mr. Crust and Mr. Tombs. Tombs? Is that right? Tombs, yes. Tombs. Yes, they're my um, 
they're the two teachers when I was in the sixth form at school when I was 17 who uh, taught me my first uh, or gave me my first photography lessons. Did they? Did you, did you have the, did the school have a dark room? It did, yes. So I'd never got access to it until I was in the sixth form. But yes, it was um, somewhere I just immediately fell in love with. The red light, the chemicals, hmm. swirling the paper around in the tray and seeing it appear in front of you. Yes, right. it's, um, I just felt at home there. Cool. Yeah. So what what um, what brought about the uh, the ceramic camera? You just your wife your wife does pottery then works with clay. That's right. Yes, he's a ceramicist, and I wanted to make. I had a little pinhole camera made out of a tin, a mint tin, and I just fancied the change. It was only um, giving me um, an image that was maybe an inch by an inch and a half. Toby, was that one of those? Um, did, did you make a slot either side and then feed thirty-five millimeter film through it? No, no, I was doing paper negatives with that as well. Oh, were you? Yes. Because I've seen I've seen some of these um, made out of small tins with a pinhole on and then a, sl- a, and a couple of film cartridges. Yeah, a couple yes. of film cartridges, and then you just have to come up with some way of winding the film through. Yeah, I've seen them, but I've never never built one. I've only actually built two pinhole cameras. Two more than the, me. The mint tin and then the ceramic. Oh. And yes. Since I wanted a new camera and I wanted something a bit different, I just thought I'd enlist the wife's help and she, uh, Melanie, helped me assemble it. That's cool. And what were the challenges of producing a pinhole camera made out of pottery? <laughs> Not... Not breaking it. <laughs> my wife has, uh, I keep calling my wife, Melanie has stopped making mugs with handles because I'm a bit of a clumsy git around the home and uh, I kept breaking them off. So she uh, just stopped making them. She makes uh, beakers now, not mugs. Is, <laughs> there, keep... is there a technique to making the ceramic non sort of porous or is it naturally light tight or do you have to paint it? Or I don't think I've seen a well, photograph of it. I must. You'd have to the, share a photo. There's a build article on Emulsive. Is there? Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Ser- search for me there, you'll find it. Okay, on the Emulsive site. Okay, that's good. That's right. Um, to make it light tight, I just put a matte black glaze on the inside of the camera. And that was really much it. The, the lid has a little lip that sticks down, so it stays in place. It acts like a little light baffle. Right. So that so that uh, so that light doesn't fog the paper. I think during the build, the most tricky thing was making sure that the lid, when it came out of the kiln, the lid still fitted inside the inside the main body. Right. How do you how do you get the paper to stay in? Do you just use a little bit of tape to hold it up? Yes, I use gaffer tape. Gaffer tape. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I either oh. I either put an inch strip on either side of the paper to hold it in place, which means I get that part of the paper unexposed. Yeah. Sometimes it looks a bit like a T-shirt. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I'll fold the tape back on itself and just stick it to the back of the paper. The trouble with that method is I found that the tape can leave a bit of residue. When I contact print, the bit of tape on the back of the negative comes through as a white spot on the positive. So... I need to get some uh, lighter fuel out and give the back of all my paper negatives a, 
a bit of a wipe down to Kobe. I'm Kobe. I'm looking at the emulsive. Uh, I did a quick Google and I'm, I, I can see you, it looks like a bird box, doesn't it? Yeah, it yeah, it does <laughs> with that big with that hole in the front. You, you do realize pinholes have to be a bit smaller than that, don't you? Kobe? <laughs> no wonder everything came out black. Yeah, there you go. Just a slight technical um, bit of advice for you, dude. A bit of know-how from one to the other, yes. <laughs> so I can see you've... Um, what have you made your pinhole with? Is that a piece of, as the Americans would say, aluminum foil, or is that something more scientific? It's a, it's a can of fizzy pop. Is it? Yeah, that's yeah. a classic way of doing it, isn't it? Did you just shove a pin through it, or did you do something more scientific than that? I use a needle, just to be awkward. Yeah, well, that's what I meant, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found the best way is if you get a needle and push the eye into the rubber you get on the end of a pencil, that means you've uh, got yeah. a pencil. Yeah, you've got yeah. a pencil to manipulate, not just the pen, the pin or needle between your fingers. Yeah. And I just slowly press down and make a drilling motion. Um, every few seconds, I'll rub the backside down with some wet and dry paper, mm-hmm. and that helps reduce the burrs that appear. And um, yeah, very slowly, just until the very tip of the needle has poked through. I don't put the whole thickness of the needle through. I put as little through as possible to make the hole as small as I can. And then you take and, a um, little piece of sandpaper and sand it, sand it back down that's on the right. other side? That's right, that's right, yeah. yeah. As the dimple starts to appear, I just uh, rub it down. And so I, I, get, I get a pair of scissors and I just cut a, say, um, an inch square piece of metal out of the drinking can and um, make the hole. Oh, one thing I do before I make the hole is I score an X from opposite corners. I saw that. Yeah. That helps me get the pinhole as close to the centre as possible, which means when I offer the pinhole up to the ceramic pinhole camera, there's also an X across the centre of that. So I can line the lines up, and that um, gets me the pinhole as dead centre as I can get it. That's pretty technical. It is, considering (laughs) it's... um, such a homemade device you're really you're really hitting new levels of precision i, I love the images though i have to say there's some down the bottom yes. i like the, there's the first one there it's a sort of what is that that thing with all the holes in that's actually a metal pizza, pizza pan base pizza pan oh, is yeah. it that's great. if you use it to cook your pizzas on when you pull yeah, them out of the oven the holes yeah. stop them going sweaty underneath yeah yeah yeah, you don't know what a pizza pan is, Andrew? Come on. I do know what a pizza pan is. There's nothing worse than sweaty bottoms. No, indeed. <laughs> yeah. So you have the little hole in there to stop that. Toby, when are you going to take that? When are you going to take the uh, ceramic camera outside and start doing some landscapes with it? Yes, you're right. Now the weather's getting a bit better. Definitely. I've been blighted by exposure times. The uh, Ilford. Ilford Speed Grade 3 paper I'm using is rated at 5 ISO, so I've been looking at um, sometimes a couple of hours. What, why, don't you just use, why don't you use the resin-coated stuff? Because, I, I mean, that's faster. I, I only know that from darkroom work, you know. My, bit, first bit experiments, my first experiments with the ceramic were with multi-grade. Yeah. And I found that was a little lacking in contrast. Well, that would come out normally uh, unfiltered. I guess it's the same at grade two. Mm. So, um, yeah, so I thought I'd just try the grade three. I only bought a pack of yeah. five by seven, 25 sheets, which okay. I'm slowly working my way through. I just thought yeah. I'd try it and see how it compared to the multi-grade. If I see no discernible difference, I'll probably go back. 
Right. Well, I, I don't. I haven't hardly done anything with paper. I've got those uh, the direct positive that I shot the other day, and I haven't had a chance to sit down and really like start trying it and testing it. You know what I mean? But after this weekend, I think I'll have some time. <laughs> Andrew, stop yelling no, at me. that's not my dog. That's, that's one of my three. He's sticking his head out the porthole and barking. Oi, <laughs> go on. Don't lie down. Just get your dog on as well, Curry. Yeah. I don't have a dog. Oh, you want to get one. one? You could call it pinhole. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> so, Toby, do, do you have any... Um, uh, much as I admire the love of the... the um, the love of people who go into building uh, uh, homemade pinholes. Do, do you have any commercially uh, made ones, or just just your ceramic? No, I've got the ceramic and I've got the mint tin. Oh, the mint tin, yeah. Yes, just the two that I've made. I do have a, a, a body cap from my Nikon cameras that I oh, made. Yes. A, I drilled that out and made a pinhole there. Yeah, I saw some of those and pictures. They were the were, were they those digital infrared? That's right, yeah. 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 Using it static, I found I must have made the pinhole too big. Everything's a bit too soft. But if I lean out of a car window, especially when I was traveling at 50 or 60 miles an hour, and I, I sort of pan as I take the pictures, then uh, yeah, I've found that's produced some very pleasing images. Bleak and haunting. Do you um, steer with your knees while you're doing that? or? No, I'll get the dog to do it. Do you? Okay. You see, we see how reckless we are in the UK, Corey. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> can you hear us? I can barely. Okay. I was I... going to, I was going to offer to um, let you record the sound of the lid of the ceramic pinhole coming on and off because it's quite a pleasant sort of ceramic chinking and clunking, but it's actually loaded at the moment. When we finished doing this, I'm going to. Um, Make a pinhole somewhere. I might even That's go good. outside with it. I might even go outside with it, Corey. Okay. Hey, let's let's take a break real fast, and we'll be right back. Okay. So, Andrew. Uh, Hi. Toby has to be developing his picture somehow. He does. Back in, we'll ask him. Yeah, he's Hello. oh, there you go. Hey, Hello, Toby. Toby. <laughs> That's better. So, so, so my gorilla, gorilla dark room. Yeah, you got one of those, huh? Is it in I a do. cage? Unfortunately not. Uh, just it comes out after dark. <laughs> you should yeah, get so Melanie I'm... to make you one, though. There's a oh, challenge. Oh, a ceramic dark room. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I'd be terrified of breaking it. <laughs> I, I would imagine the uh, it would be fairly temperature stable because you know stone and pottery. That's imagine you get yourself inside a stone dark room. It would be the temperature would be stay very, fairly level. Yeah, probably quite cool as well. It'd be really cool. Yeah, could nap in there. <laughs> oh, that that ceramic's quite rough. Yikes! So yeah, a ceramic so, burn. <laughs> at the moment, this week. By about half past 8 p.m., if I pull the blinds down, it's just about dark for me to start going. But it's only going to get later as we come towards the summer solstice. But, um, yeah, I've got, um, I've got a large 12 by 14 um, enamel tray. Yep. I stand that on a nice big thick wad of newspaper. And inside that, I've got a couple of um, po- uh, 
Tupperwares that are for my fix and dev. And in between fixing and deving, the wash goes on in the kitchen sink. So you're doing all this in the kitchen with just the blinds pulled down? And a red light. I've got a safe light. And you've got a safe light. And yes. you have instructions to stop Melanie and the kids and the dog to stay out? <laughs> well, we have quite an open plan boat. It's not really much in the way of walls. So uh, generally speaking, I send Kitty to a cabin and evening working or going to ceramics clubs so i'll get the elder out hang on hang on did did i know you you, did i miss something is it general is it just me who didn't know you lived on a boat you live on a boat i do live on a boat yes you didn't know that either so that's yeah it has been mentioned on the internet on and off but i don't know i mean uh, i don't know how widely known it is but yes i live on um, a 60 by 10 foot wide beam boat on the grand union canal yeah, that's amazing. I need another boat to make a dark room in. Yeah, there you go, a barge, a dark room barge. <laughs> a yeah, dark, yeah, yeah. A dark boat. So is this yeah. is this a, a vessel boat. that moves, or does it just stay berthed up somewhere? No, no. I was moving it this morning, actually. Wow. Chugging, chugging along. I have actually, by coincidence, in the last week, connected with somebody on Instagram called at Art Archery, who is also a pinhole photographer. Uh, on a narrow boat in Yorkshire, which is about 600 miles north of me. No, maybe 300 miles north of me. And um, they've actually got a full dark room on their boat. Really? Makes me, makes me very jealous. Yeah, Instagram, at Art Artery. Well, well, we'll come back to that. You can uh, spell it out and we'll do some shout-outs sure, at the end. Sure, you, can sure. give, you can give him or her a ring. Wow. So, oh, well, that so, just brings a whole new dimension to it. So, Toby, so then, so then you could... You could... You could motor boat. You could motor up to where they're at and use their dark room. Yes, I could. By canal from London to Yorkshire would probably be fifteen <laughs> or twenty days, but I could definitely, oh do, definitely do it. <laughs> It'd be fun, though. It'd be a great adventure, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be fantastic. Yeah. There, there Some, must be there must be space. Kick um, kick the kids out and use a bedroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd the uh, the second cabin would be a great size for a dark room, definitely. Wow, um, that's pretty cool. The only alternative is if we get a second boat for me to have a dark room in, and maybe a studio, and then we get a third boat so Mel can have her um, Potter's wheel. Does does she have a space on the on the boat to do her Potter wheel? In the nice weather, she brings her wheel to the boat and sits on the back deck with the uh, the hood down. So does she have a land studio somewhere? Yes, yeah, she has a studio where she works. She um, she teaches ceramics, so she yeah. teaches at the studio, and she's okay. also um, involved in the organisation of a ceramics club, which goes on several times a week. So she's it's like so. a second home. So let me get this straight: she's got her own space for doing her hobby, which which is not really a hobby, is it? It's no, a hobby it's her way of it's her job. job. And um, and you you have to just. Make do and mend. That doesn't sound very fair, does it? I have to break out the gorilla dark room, which is a hashtag I've been trying to promote of late. I've been spreading it around, actually. Yeah, I've noticed um, a few people have used it. Probably you have, and uh, Grainy Blur has um, used it as well. Yeah, what's Alex. The, what's that hashtag? Alex. Gorilla dark room. Hashtag oh, gorilla dark room. right. Yeah, no, I've seen that. Yep. Ceramic gorilla dark room in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was with Alex on Monday night. Yeah, I saw you were pinholing away. 
he uh yeah. he, Alex is going through a he has a flower phase. What do you call it? A tulip phase. <laughs> he did. So is he? The the the, the most fantastic thing was um, we, we'd wandered to these sort of marshy wetland areas along from Cardiff Bay, and there was a swan. And so oh, I. Oh yes, the I, swan was very blurry in the foreground, wasn't well, it? Well, I, yeah. I stuck my reality so subtle, Dan, and this swan just sort of barked at me or hissed at me or whatever swans do. <laughs> And uh, so I, I, kind of, I kind of backed off a bit. And then uh, Alex came over and set, set up his homemade 5-4. And he's got like a dangly um, cable release on and the swan went for that. And uh, I said, you just, just a bit, go a bit further forward, Alex, you know, but he wouldn't. <laughs> no, I would, have, um, I would have wet myself if he'd have eaten his pinel camera. But it was pretty close. He did go for him. Just like that. Just like that. That's the noise the swan made. <laughs> they... That's the sound of a hungry hound. I've just had to come back inside because my phone's ringing out of battery, and they're complaining that at half past five, when their dinner time is half past six, they haven't been fed oh. yet. Mm. So, worldwide penal day. I I got uh, I went and met up with um, Andre. Do you guys know Andre? Only through um, Sunday nights with Mike Gutterman on the negative pod- negative positives. That's the one. Yeah. No, well, it's not I'm, just Sunday night, is it? No, I mean, I'm not familiar. Andre's on there with him Sunday, but I think he's aiming to do three nights a week, which is tough. That's going to be a lot of lot yeah. of uh, podcasting. Well, what's what's Andre's um, handle? Oh, Andre Dominguez. That's all it is. Just Andre. Oh, right. yeah, I've, I've heard him speak, but I met up with him, and he, um, yeah, we went and walked around a college campus, took some pictures. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was it, it was weird. It was unique. He has a he has a whole bunch of rolls of film. Like he's taken photo and put like five rolls on all these films. So we're taking pictures and he's burning through rolls like constantly because he only has five pictures on him. You know. He was talking about that. I think he's trying out. Different. I'll keep talking bravely while the dogs are barking. <laughs> I'm just he. He's been testing out different uh, film stocks, hasn't he? So he's been yeah. cutting them down and putting them in those reloadable cassettes just to get a, a feel for what each one can do. And I watched him changing these things, and it's quite an ordeal. <laughs> yeah. I took a picture of it. I put, I put the picture up on Instagram, uh, the picture I took of him changing it. It's... Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. So you were, you were around the ca- college campus, and... Yeah. Uh, you were shooting that infrared film. Was that was that there? Yeah, that's where I was shooting infrared at. Yep. Which, um, which infrared film was that you were using? Curry? The Rolly. The Rolly. Uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like you, it. I'd like to try that. I think that needs quite a deep red filter. I think I tried that with a normal a twenty five. Was that twenty five A red filter? Mm-hmm. And it was it was. But we don't get the sun, as I said before. You know, as much as you guys do. Yeah. Oh, I had a nice day today. I've just done. Um, did you see on my Instagram that I've made a couple of? Well, my daughter has made a kitty has made a pinel camera out of an old cool. coffee can. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. She did the same technique that I do with the pin and the bit of drinks can, and I managed to get up a friend some of that sticky back aluminium foil. So I've made one identical with a, a same mm. coffee can, and I've just put the sticky back foil over it and made a pin hole in that. So um. 
I made, made that exposure today, and it was only a three minutes, which is quite a good going. <laughs> when sometimes I count my exposures in hours, I think three minutes. Is yeah, quite sure. Good. What were, that, so yeah, your what were your exposure times like? Presumably you had a deep red filter. Did you on your um, whatever? You, was it your re- reality camera, Curry? You yeah, using? yeah. I was using the the six by six F, and I was using a uh, the Hoya R seventy two filter. And I was getting three minutes. My exposure was three minutes. Is that the the one that you can't see through? Uh, you can barely. Okay. It's red. <laughs> which is yeah. the one? Which of the yeah, how many which of the full that? infrared filter? There's one that you just can't see anything through. That's the IR seventy two, is it? Yeah, that's it. You, if if you hold it up to the sun, you can see the sun is a little red dot. You know, what I mean, but just oh, in general, me. you can't see through it. Well, you'll get the strongest IR effect using that. That's a sure thing. Yeah. They look I good. Really, I saw those pictures. They were they were they were really good. They were um, they stood out. Lots of moving clouds and infrared yeah. stuff going on. I like it when there's no breeze and everything holds still. But it wasn't happening that day, so I just <laughs> kind of three did minutes. Not three minutes there. Well, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna <laughs> put a, a a good run in uh a good run in on the IR this summer. I think it's gonna be my thing this year. Is it? Yeah, the go for it definitely. I think as the sun as the sun comes out, I think I'm going to use I'm going to use more um, Pan F. I think this year. I do have some Pan F, and I've got some Roly Twenty Five. Pan F is lovely. Pan F is lovely. When I when I get around when I get around to getting a, um, a pinhole film camera, then um, yes, I've got some nice slow black I've and white. I've made some to use. beautiful darkroom prints with Pan F. Um, uh, yeah, I really, I, I, I really, really love it. And um, I was shooting at the weekend actually because I, I'd um, met up with oh a whole bunch of people from America and Holland and Slovakia. Yeah, <laughs> in, in Norwich, in, in yeah, Norfolk, Nor- Norwich, as they said, Norwich. Yeah, thank you. That's all. That's all the guys. That's Norwich. all the the group from Seattle, wasn't it? It was. Seattle? Yeah, and I, um, I. I met Monty there, with that, yeah, right? in Norwich Cathedral. So I, Julie and I, my wife, we pitched up at uh, Norwich Cathedral, and there was thirty pinholers in Norwich Cathedral, and I'd loaded my one of my pinholes with Pan F, and I did a bit of metering around, and it said like three hours or something. Whoa! <laughs> so I stuck that. That's when you need to get the Delta. Well, I had, another, I had this HP5 loaded in my Zero 2000, so that was okay. That was about 30 minutes, I think. So so wow. I, I set up a little tripod in the area where the choir normally is. <laughs> and I just left it and went for coffee. So that was good. And uh, that the only exposure I made in the cathedral. So then we went wandering around Norwich and it rained. And then it just rained the whole weekend. Welcome to the UK. It rained in England? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, the, the whole weekend. Hell surprise, as they say in France. And, <laughs> but the, we did all meet in the Rib of Beef pub in the evening to have beer. And then we went for fish and chips. Alex, Alex Yates, who organised oh, it, along nice. with uh, uh, Inge or Frau Inga on Instagram, uh, those two guys... Um, tend to organize this get together or get together as they call it and they'd organized um, or the get all, first, all get first of us had fish and chips in the evening and it was just brilliant and i met todd uh, Sounds like todd, I, did. Todd, I, did. I met him and uh, 
he gets more entertaining. Yeah, I, I like the look of those. I like the look of those. Yeah, well, Todd you know, gets Todd gets more entertaining the more he has to drink. So that was uh... <laughs> well. If only we could no, we say that. <laughs> so I was. Um, Todd, Todd organises this uh, what he calls pachyderm, which is a sort of secret Santa where you wrap up something pinhole related and and you do a swap with a number that you draw out of a hat. Yeah. So I didn't know that was happening. Well, I did, but I didn't understand what it was. So I, I, I kept out of it. But then um, dear old Alex Yates, who organised it, he, uh, he'd, he'd, he'd been given a 5 by 4 0 25mm uh, camera, and he didn't want it, so he gave it to me. So that's wow. Uh, so I now have a 5 that's by a 4 right. zero image 25mm pinhole camera. And, uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Is that 25 mil as in focal length? Well, yeah. The, the body, as in uh, yeah, angle the of depth, field of view? It's, it's the same as the 6x6. It's 25 mil, uh, 25mm sort of equivalent angle of view as well. But the, the body is, okay. quite, um, is quite slim. It's, I, think, I think it's 25 mil. That's only about an inch. Yes. Sorry. An inch. Yeah, near enough. Yeah. Near enough. Um, <laughs> but it, it looks very similar to the camera that Alex... Rainy blur made for about five pence out of, uh, <laughs> out of old bits of woody well, I, lying around. Right. I can't beat 5p, but I did just recently pick up uh, a very battered looking but still 90% functional Agifold Agiflex camera for about 1943, I think it is. Made in Croydon in South London. That's what I got it for three. That's one of those folders, right? That's right. It's um, a 6 by 6 format. You press a button on the top of it, and the front lifts down, and the lens extends on a gantry with bellows. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I got it for £3 because the front part of the element is missing, the bit that you turn to focus. Oh, nothing major. So my plan is... (laughs) No, no, the shutter still works fine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, when... When you're talking about lensless action, you know, that bit of glass, it just gets it in does. the way, doesn't it? Yeah. So two, there are two elements left with the shutter blades between them. So I'm going to put it on the bulb, hold it open with a, um, a, a cable release, and then very delicately smash the remaining parts of the lens elements out. Very delicately? Uh, <laughs> then fix it as delicate <laughs> as I can. Coming from the man who breaks every single piece of ceramic his wife <laughs> makes, I'm going to be as de- delicate as I can. So yes, I'm, once the lens is out, all that troublesome glass, um, I'm going to stick a pinhole in front of that, and I'll have a six by six folding pinhole camera. All going cool. well. The mind boggles. So, do do you have you suggested to any of your professional clients that you turn up with and say, "Well, I, here, this is what we're going to use," and that you present this? Ceramic bird box and said, smile. <laughs> None of my clients have got the time to stand still for no, two hours. That's the trouble. <laughs> I do sometimes get an arty job, which is nice. As opposed to photographing pigs. Yes. Oh, no, that was a self-motivated project, little um, butterscotch um, bakewell. He's a, he's a neighbour. He lives on a boat a couple of miles down from me. The pig does. Yes, that was a nice little job. Sure. Yeah, yeah. With his mummy. <laughs> If you look at my Instagram account, I posted some pictures from that. Yeah, I saw today. that. Does the pig sit still for two yeah. hours? I could never get a two-hour pinhole exposure. 
No, unless we doped him. Or, or you could make some kind of clamp and force his head into it. and uh... <laughs> We'd get the head still, but the rest of the body would be blurred from where it was struggling. Wiggling around. <laughs> well, if once I've got this, um, this folding camera sorted out and I'm able to use film... I'm sure I can um, increase the exposure time sufficiently to get piggy pinhole. De- a decent portrait of the pig? A decent pinhole portrait <laughs> of the pig, yes. That would be nice. So who's uh, who's going to be uh, doing any of the sprocket challenges? I guess you're not going to be into it, Toby. I am. I um, I know, have exactly in my head exactly what I'm going to do for this. Um, all I'm mi- all I'm missing is um, a dev tank, which is in storage at the moment because of having restricted space. Oh, I've space got loads of dev tanks. Of it's just if you if we can hook up, I can give you a dev tank. Well, I might be going to where my stuff is stored this okay. weekend, in which case I'll be able to pull it out. I've already got some um, some film developer ready, so it's just a question. What are you going to do? But yes, definitely. What have you got in mind then, Toby? I I um, have a piece of glass that fits... No, it's not my dog's own, no, is it? It's other dog. people's dogs yeah. as well. <laughs> I have a piece of glass that fits inside the ceramic pinhole camera. And I'm going to take some 35mm film to that to keep it flat and then expose the sprocket holes that. Like that It does? Yep. Well, I'm not going to do anything nearly as adventurous. I'm going to load... Um, maybe tonight, if I get time, some Rolly Retro 400S into my Zero camera. I have some of those 3D printed adapters, so I can just put those on. But before I do that, I've got a, I've got a, uh, uh, an old sacrificial roll of film. I shall just see how many turns I need to get a clear frame, you know, whether it's two turns, two and a yes. half turns. Every experimental photographer needs a sacrificial yep. roll. <laughs> and, and I'm I've heading. Got, I'm, I've got a 120. Go and on, a, sorry, I've got 120 and a 35. I'm going to say on my. Um, I've got a 120 and 35 millimeter roll. Well, I have a 127 sacrificial roll as well. But we're. Um, oh. I'm. I'm headed up to. Uh, I, I have a roll of 127 that the dog chewed. <laughs> it wasn't exposed either, so he's a bit right. I'm headed up it. to Liverpool on Sunday to see. Uh, well, me and my wife are heading up to Liverpool on Sunday to see our daughter, who's at university there. So um, I shall have the zero with the sprocket food in it, Corey. So cool. I, you know what? I don't actually use that that method. The um, sacrificial roll. The, the, no, no. When you put your thirty-five mil camera into a medium format camera, a lot of people use the spaces. I only use them because I have them. I've I used several... to use a peanut packing thing or some foam. Mm-hmm. I've got um, a Hasselblad and I've got a lovely little 127 format camera called the Ballora oh, yeah. Bella that does 4x4 four four images yeah. I know. and both of those two cameras when I put sprocket hole or when I want to do sprocket hole photography I just put the 35mm cassette in take the leader to the take up spool close yes I've done that as well it, it, it depends I, very much on what camera you're you're using sometimes you just need a bit of uh, foam to keep it in place sometimes it just stays there yeah you know but with the zero i these sprockets are ideal the not sprockets these adapters are ideal 
I haven't, I yeah, haven't done yeah. any of that yet. I don't know what I want to do. I well, you gave a deadline, didn't you? What's the, what's the deadline to anyone who might be fool enough to be listening to this? The 18th. Oh, I've still got, still got a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, May the 18th. May the 18th. So that's if, the, there's, that's if, there's anybody, the, uh, if there's anybody still listening, you've got till <laughs> May the 18th. <laughs> and if you'd like to bring your dog on the show, then you can do that too. We love to hear dogs. We do. Hopefully that show is going to. That, hopefully that's going to be the May the eighteenth. Uh, that will be the tenth show, and I think um, trying to get James James Garen to come on. So that'll be good. I'm not familiar with him. Do what? I'm not familiar with James. He makes uh, the reality so subtle cameras. Oh, right. Okay, I have to have gone over the. I uh, when I was in Wales on uh, on Monday with Alex and. Uh, uh, we we came across this small fountain, and there's just water spouting out of three holes. And we both put our pinhole cameras behind it, behind yeah. the spouts. Yes, and James, James, if you, James did pop up and says, "I'm worried yeah. about my baby." Yeah. And so someone says, "Oh, it'll be fine. It'll float." You know? That was me. Was that you? Because yeah. I've had mine float before. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lucky. It was all right. Just shake it off, dry it out. Nothing, nothing major is going to be bad to it, you know. I meant to, uh, I meant to take my uh, my bag of key filters that I bought off from China, but I left them in the Airbnb in Norwich. <laughs> oh God! Oops. No, Can she. The lady them? very kindly messaged me, and she put them in the post. So that was good, wasn't it? That was nice. Oh, lovely. That's very nice. Yeah. Love it when a plan comes together. So I had them back. Actually, can I just rewind the conversation a minute and? Go back to the sprocket sure. holes. The um, the camera fair where I've got my Duraflex, my, sorry, my Agifold. I also found um, a little Duraflex, which is a 1940s camera. It's a, it's a very similar to a very similar to um, a box brownie, except it has a waist level yeah. finder on it. And I bought that for Kitty. I saw that. And the first I saw the roll of film that, that you put on somewhere. Yeah. The first roll of film that she's shooting in it, which she's in the middle of now, um, we re-spooled 35mm into medium format paper because the cassette wouldn't fit in with it and it's prevented the door right. from closing. So we actually physically re-spooled 35mm into medium format mm-hmm. paper and then we had to use 620 spools, not 120 spools. How hard was that, Toby? Because I want to try, uh, I want to take a roll of my um, Ektar and try can't you, can't you do it with any color film? Just flip it over, right? That's all it is. Red scale, yeah, very easy. Just turn it over so the emulsion is away right. from the um, the light. How hard, how hard on the was film it to plane. line up with the thirty-five in the paper? You know, what did you? It was fine. It was fine. I I used um, I used some tape to hold the paper right. backing down, and then that sacrificial roll I've mentioned. Um, I went through the motions a couple of times just to um, get my head around doing it whilst I sure. could see my hands. And then um, I switched the light off. Corey, have you have you rewound any um, 35mm colour film into a, into, a, into another um, canister backwards and just shot that in a normal 35mm camera? No. I haven't, you know, guys, because so, I, I don't shoot 35mm film. <laughs> That's the easiest yeah, that's way, the easiest to, way to get yourself, you just get yourself an Olympus trip. 
Yeah. Um, a, a cheap roll of Kodak film, and then you get your you just flip the uh, flip the spare cassette round, tape the ends together, and roll it the opposite way into this into the new spiral. That, but in the dark, because obviously you'll be exposing the film. Sure. You to, yes, you have to do it in the and dark. And then you space. end up with. I've actually got a video on my YouTube. Sorry, Andrew, I've got a video on my YouTube account that um, explains how to yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm not explaining it very well, um, but it's easier to do than to say. Yeah. You end up with, uh, and that, uh, and I think I was using 200 speed film from Poundland, which is uh, not available anymore. Gone, but not forgotten. And I used, to, um, I used to rate that. If it's 200 film, I would tend to, the slower you rate it, generally speaking, you get a, more, more, you you get a more yellowy tone to it. And the faster you rate it, you get a more ready tone to it. So, hmm. uh, but it's but then you can change it all in Photoshop anyway. So, whatever. <laughs> What's the point of even restoring <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say. My ex- my experience of shooting red scale is, if you overexpose eight to ten stops, you get the very red cast where the uh, the technique gets its name from. And if you go on to like 15 stops or 20 stops overexposed, that's when you start getting the really uh, lovely muted yellows and greens. Wow. Okay. You burn straight through the red. You burn straight through the red okay. layer. Oh, right. Dye. Okay. Yeah. If you, um, I'll, I'll, I'll email you the link to my video on YouTube, and um, that explains it quite well. And it's got some, in my opinion, some very nice pictures as examples. Okay. Cool. Yep. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. All right. Bye. Sure. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Corey. So we're going to uh, talk about some people that uh, influence and do our shout-outs, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. Hello. Hi, Toby. Toby. Hey, Toby. Back again. So but right before we do that, I want to say something about the infrared, because I had a couple people who were asking me about it. Um, yeah. And what I found the easiest way of doing it is to, instead of trying to rate my film at a slower speed to compensate for the filter, I just go ahead and shoot it at box speed, and then I just compensate for the filter factor. That way, that it makes like developing it so much easier, you know? Yeah, I, I would say that that's like the most um, easiest way to compensate for filter. Just dial it in on your exposure straight away. Is it um, is the combination on the pinhole um, assist app, Corey? Yes. If you go into... Uh, so set your aperture, your, your your pinhole, to whatever you're shooting in at. Yep. Make sure you put your your, your film speed to 400. Yep. Go into the filter section, and at the very bottom of the filters, there you there's, go. There's there's ND 400. Yep. Uh, and if you hit that one, when you go back to the metering page, it'll say um, uh, 8.7. So I normally rate rate mine at nine. So 8.7 is almost there. So that'll that'll get you in the ballpark, you know. Ballpark's good enough. Yeah, because yeah. I, I tried it. I tried it. At, I tried it doing it my way. That I do it for nine stops, and then I went in and, and tried it with the app at eight point seven, and there was only about a ten second, ten or fifteen second difference. But on a three minute exposure, it's not that's gonna nothing. Do yeah, it's not going to do anything. So, ND four hundred and pinhole assist app on the filter. That's that's what I would suggest. Oh, that's one to make a note of. Yeah. Well, just while before we do the shout outs. Um, 
Oh, so had you finished talking about IR? Or, 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 yeah. Did you want yeah, to yeah. say more? Before we do the, um, before we do the shout outs, uh, you guys out there, uh, the, I know we do have some listeners. I'm, I'm very keen to hear what sort of, um, uh, what sort of things you'd like us to be doing on the show. Um, I think we're, we're quite keen to get different guests on, uh, but if you've got specific areas you want us to focus on, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, as a guest, as a guest stroke um, listener, yeah. Last week's episode with the technical talk, I found that very interesting. Well, we can we, we can we can delve into um, we can we can delve into areas around film developing. I think that might be one area. Sure. Um, particularly film developing, and also different camera building techniques. Different camera building techniques, I think, would be interesting as well. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, uh, but definitely. I'm think so. I'm thinking of starting a um, Facebook group. Seem very popular at the moment. The Lensless Podcast, which is just great. They're having a. They seem to be doing well with their uh, with their, with their Facebook group. So that would be an idea. And then uh, Mike, uh, uh, what did I just call you, Mike Corey? You're not a uh, Flickr fan, but uh, no. I, th- I think maybe I'm going to set up a, a Flickr group. So there'll be two. Watch this space for Lensless. Uh, uh, for, for Lensless Podcast on Flickr and yeah. Facebook group. So that'll happen soon. I, yeah. I haven't put anything on Flickr for near a year now. My account labours unloved, I'm It's afraid. been a decade for me, I think. <laughs> well, really? there are lots of people out there who still like Flickr, so I shall persevere with it. Just indulge me. Sure. Oh, I'm not knocking the platform. It's but just... The Facebook. Um, Twitter and Instagram. The Facebook groups. The Facebook groups seem very popular. Up. Well, we don't. We don't have a lensless Twitter account. I don't think either. No, we don't. I'm I'm sorely lacking in getting out there and doing it. <laughs> so we'll we'll. It'll happen all the good time. We'll <laughs> we'll chat we'll chat about who does what, but um, I'll, I'll get the Flickr and Facebook group set up. Yeah. I think. Okay. And then people can interact with us properly and we can post some sort of proper show note type things on, on those sites. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. Sure. Shout outs then. Shout outs then. Shout outs. Toby? Alex. Okay, I'll kick Since that you're, off. You're the guest, so yeah, we'll let you go mm. first. <laughs> yep. Okay. There's um, an account on Instagram called Lumen underscore box. I don't know if you're familiar yes, with that. Yes, I follow them too. Yep. I'm not sure. Maybe. Uh, Senor, Senor Jotaman from Spain. He makes cameras. They're like two um, cardboard boxes that fit together, one of which is a hole in the front, and which he's putting in them magnifying glass lenses in. Hmm. And he makes paper negatives with a saline solution. He wets the surface of the paper. So it's almost like a, a modern reinterpretation of wet plate photography. And some of the stuff he's been making, I think the uh, the magnifying glass lens adds some quite um, low-fi qualities to it that is quite amazing to see. Hmm. So um, Lumen underscore box is my first shout. Sure. Excellent. Sounds a good call. <laughs> is that your dog? <laughs> no, yes. It's um, when someone sees her and they see what she looks like, they go all gooey. So that's someone just seeing the dog. <laughs> Gushing with empathy. Yeah, I think so. And sympathy. <laughs> I'll that post for you, Toby? Um, not specifically Pinhole, but there's somebody else on Instagram I've uh, enjoyed looking at his work. 
His name is Tronsand Mold. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, he's from um, he's from Svalbard, which is a group of islands north of Norway. Norway. Yes. Um, he does a lot of alt processes like cyanotypes and salt prints. Yep. And the subjects he takes photographs of around the uh, the Arctic islands are uh, they're quite stunning. I can spell that for you. It's T R O N D S A N D M O A L T. So it's Trond Sandmo Alt. Can you spell that again, Toby? T R O N D S A N D M O A L T. There you go. Trond Sand. Oh, dear me. Yes, I've got it written down, I think. Oh, one more time, Toby. Spell it one more time. <laughs> okay, then. T R O N D. S A N D M O. A L T. A L T. Cool, we've got that. I shall look at that later. I've got a bit of an obsession with uh, things um, Arctic and um, Scandinavian. We've been to Scandinavian countries the last three years for holidays. The um, the 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 culture and the people and the uh, the scenery is just outstanding for photography. Don't they eat yeah. a, a delicacy? Isn't that like rotten herring? They call it something, don't they? It's herring, which is... <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, they get raw herring. And they let it go off. And they bury, they bury it in the, in the ground, yeah. and every now and then they'll dig it up and wee on yeah. it. And then, then bury it again. And then they serve, and after six months, they serve it to gullible um, photographers from <laughs> North London. <laughs> While well, they're all sniggering behind their hands, going, look at him, he's eating it. <laughs> yeah. There's five people's wee on that. That's <laughs> been in the ground for six months. <laughs> it was very tasty, that. Yeah, we'll believe you. We'll believe you. <laughs> the best week of photography I had was in um, Reykjavik three years ago. The light around the whole of um, Iceland, especially with the infrared photography I was doing, was just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Some of the best light... Some of the best light I've ever photographed. Check out uh, Tim Rudman, who's a master printer. Tim Rudman's uh, Icelandic series. Graham from the sunny... Oh, I'll have to look that out. Gra- yeah. Graham Jago and I went to see his exhibition and we got to meet you him. You saw his exhibition, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it, didn't, uh, um, didn't Jeremy have a bit of a, a fanboy moment? He did. Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't speak of Jeremy on this show. No. <laughs> No, one day we one day we may we may rise to the same giddy technical heights that they managed to get to, but I doubt not, it. <laughs> not one day we would be very soon. There's some, something to aspire to. But they don't have dogs. They don't have dogs or birds. Oh well, uh, Rachel Brewster has a dog. Yeah. She does. I've never heard it on the podcast. But... I've never heard the dog bark. No. No. So, You've heard all three of mine today. And mine. Okay, well, I've got a shout out if that's. Honey, uh... do you like to bark? Yes, love to hear it. <laughs> so I've been uh, on Instagram this week. I've been particularly following Lubatel one six six. Yeah, I like. I like oh yes. Now he's also posted a couple of sprockets um, for the competition. Yes, he has. Nice, and he's flashing his bronica about. And as well. he's flashing his bronica, but I was particularly drawn to um, another place. Now I photographed on Crosby Beach. Cros- Crosby Beach is just um, up a bit from Liverpool. And another place is maybe a hundred or more bronze cast statues of statues. humans, aren't they? Well, yeah. no, they're all of Anthony Gormley, who's the sculptor. 
and that they're all of his body, all the same person. And it's, okay. And it's the same guy who made the Angel of the North statue, and which hmm. is also I'm which, aware of that. Which is also his body. So there are like these hundred statues, all in the um, in the sand. In the sand, as the tide comes in, they get covered up, and and you see all these people standing there. And if you go on to um, uh, onto Mr. Farman's website, I don't know what his first name is, GF Farman or Lubitel one six six, you'll see the um, one. Of, you'll see one of these statues. I've photographed there with pinhole as well. And if you poke around on my Instagram. Um, slot you'll see feed you'll see some photographs that i made with my zero but i see he shoots a lot around liverpool as well so um i don't know if that's where he's based but um i might reach out to him as i got liverpool and there looks to be a i thought first of all there was one of Corrie's soldiers but it's not i don't think i don't know what that is <laughs> the army fellow the army fellow my, yeah. that I snagged those out of my son, my son Andrew's, I mean Henry's uh, toy box, and I think he's been looking for them. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't believe you've stolen your kids' toys to send to people. What's the matter he, with you? He has a whole, he has buckets of it, buckets and buckets. Well, I of bet, Legos. He, I bet he counted every one. I've probably got like, um, he said, Where, "Where's Johnny gone?" And oh, he's in the UK now. Yeah. Seeing the world, he's <laughs> he's on tour. He's hanging out with Toby and some gorillas. <laughs> tour of duty in the hashtag gorilla dog so um yeah check out uh lubatel 166 that's definitely uh, it's a fantastic yeah, images i follow him i'm following and if you didn't um if 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 you haven't already shouted out for um uh alex purcell which you may well have done on an earlier show out because oh it's grainy blur yeah at great another master at, yep. gra- at grainy blur uh, only because I saw him this week and he, and I told him I'd give him a shout out. So, um, yeah. No, he does great work. You're doing a great job, Alex. And he's getting to post things far quicker than me. You know, he was, he'd had those pictures up from our meeting on Monday, I think Tuesday. So, and mine are just sitting there. He's, he's quick on the draw. He he's is. definitely quick on the draw <laughs> when it comes to development. I've still got uh, two rolls of film from um, uh, Christmas. Waiting to go in my draw. Have you? Oh, well, I'm not that quite that bad. I've got a big stack. Yes. I've got a big stack of. I've got a big stack of negatives ready for printing. That's my main problem. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I've got. I've got to say, in my draw, I have eight rolls of film. Okay. In, in my draw, I have eight rolls of film oh. waiting to go. Backlogged a bit. Really? What about you? Uh, what about you, Curry? Have you got anyone to um, point us to? Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I like. Um, this is. Um, a guy who lives in uh, North Carolina, actually. His uh, his name is Jason Self, and he is Nebo Fever. You guys follow? Have you follow him? Maybe. Jason. Jason Self. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I do follow him. Or no, I've yeah. just found him. Yeah, yeah. Nebo Nebo Fever. He does a lot of pinhole stuff, and he does a view. I think he does four or five uh, regular view camera also. But I really like it. I really like all, everything he does. It's yeah, no, I enjoy to see. I interact with him a fair bit. Yeah. Maybe we can get him. I think show. I've seen Jason Self on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. I think he's. He posts on Instagram, but I think he's more active on. I think he's more Twitter. Twittery. Twittery. That's where the conversation is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. And then, uh, and then I entered uh, on Mike Gutterman's Negative Positive podcast. They have a uh, a film swap program going. 
They do. Are you yeah. part of that? Are you part I of am that? a part of that. Are, are, are you, Andrew? No, I'm not, yeah. no. But I uh, I got matched. No, I'm not either. Yeah, yeah. I got matched with a guy named uh, Stephen. Stephen Ray. Steve Ray. He's in New Zealand. And yes, he he yeah. was actually he wrote into the podcast I think last week. I, I lose track of uh, negative podcasts because he's churned them out like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, but I did hear Stephen Ray. I think communicates with Mike a mm-hmm. fair bit. I think he's he thinks he's the only photographer in New Zealand, the only yeah. analog photographer in New Zealand. That's the same guy. He sent yeah. he sent me a. Uh, I I got matched with him for the film swap. So what we're doing is. He's exposing a film, 35 mil film, and sending it to me, and then I'm going to, you know, do multiple exposures with it, you know? Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. You just reminded me very, very quickly, going back to World Pinhole Day. So I'd, I've given um, my first, I'm in that Git swap program, you know, the transatlantic Terrapin yeah. swap. And so I, I did, I handed my results over to Moni, and she's going to post them. But... I then exposed 12 frames on HP5, and I did handheld portraits of 12 of the, 12 wow. of the people who were there. So I, I put, them, <laughs> put them up against the wall and held the terrapin about three inches from their face and opened the shutter for one second or so. That would be interesting. And yeah, that would be nice. Then I've rewound it. I gave it to Diane Peterson, and she's going to do something terribly artistic with it. Because oh. she because she's like that, terribly artistic, Diane. Like That's the best way to be. I Hand, have, I handheld, terribly artistic. Handheld pinhole portraits. That's the way to go. I've decided. I think I'll have to do some handheld ceramic pinhole portraits. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. If I can find a block and tackle to hold it up with. <laughs> bring bring a gorilla along to hold it. <laughs> yeah, the gorillas are nice and strong, aren't they? <laughs> uh, yeah. But... Actually, talking of film swap. I did a film spot with Denise, my blue flame. Mm-hmm. I'd just like at this point on the the, um, the podcast to apologise to her. I've got the uh, negatives that I shot after she'd sent me the film um, on the computer digitised. I've been slacking off and they are imminently going to be um, processed and, and um, processed and put onto the internet but it's been a good few months since we did the exchange so i just want to apologize to denise for being so slow with it well you've you've publicly done so i've publicly shamed myself for being slack she she listens too so she's she's hearing this (laughs) yeah i've I've heard you uh, i've heard her mention before and i've seen you interact with her on instagram so i I know she'll be listening yeah and hopefully she won't be cursing me We'll just say hello to Stephen. You know, he says that he loves he loves the podcast and uh, listens regularly and shoots regularly with his Zero Image Two Thousand. Mm. So, hello, Stephen. Hello, Hope Stephen. You're doing well in New Zealand, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Hi there. But that, I think that's it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And me, Rich. Yeah. So, Toby, why don't you yeah. let everybody know where they can find you at? Uh, check out what you're into and doing. Well, I am on Instagram and Twitter both, and also Flickr. Although, mm. I, as I said, not very active on Flickr. Okay, but I am get active, Toby. Get active. I, I should, I should. Toby V Photo is my um, handle on all three of those platforms. And from you don't any use, of those, you don't use the D then. No, Toby V D Photo didn't <laughs> quite sound as good. <laughs> 
Well, do you remember the Spice Girls? No, I'm far too young. How how could you not? Well, Melanie was Mel V many, many, many years before the Spice Girls got together. So um, I'm just carrying along that. I'm a Spice I'm a photo spice boy, spice Toby boy. B. Toby B. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got I broke up your flow <laughs> with my mischief. Mischief. No, no. I love a bit of mischief, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So God. yes, Instagram, Twitter, and Flickr, all the same name, Toby V Photo. And if you want to go to my website, you can find that on my um, social media platforms. I went to. I won't give the address here, but um, it's quite easy to find if you look. All right. Mm. Andrew, you're up. You, well, you can find me across all those same platforms at Warboy Snapper, W-A-R-B-O-Y-S-S-N-A-P-P-E-R. Yeah. And I do have a blog as well, which I don't, um, I don't have enough followers, so come on, follow me. No, I'll have to go um, and do that. And I'll have a look at your blog, Andrew. Andrew Bartram. Wordpress, I think. dot com. Yeah, that sounds about right. There you go. So I tend to put work there, which is less scattergun. You know, a bit more considered and little a bit project. More methodical. That's it. Sure. Yeah. I have a blog on my website, and um, it's very fits and starts. I sometimes do three posts a week, and then I might have three weeks with no posts at all. But... Do you do any blogging, Corey? I do not. No, no, not my Can thing. We... I I tried it. I tried it once, but I just I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. Like flip it's the just... sort of thing you need a bit of dedication. You need a bit of spare time as well. Podcasting is, seems to be taking up most of my dedication. I would yeah. imagine the podcast would um, take up all the time you would normally use to blog. And where can we find you, Curry? You can find me on Instagram at Pinhole Cannon. Uh, and also at the Lensless Podcast. And then if you guys have a question or you want to comment on the show, send us uh, an email at thelenslesspodcast at yahoo.com. And watch out for the Facebook group and the Flickr group. Yeah. yeah. I'll be there. I, if, we, if we do that, I might, I might very well get, in, get back into doing a Flickr, Flickr routine as possible. But next week I'm in Greece, so um, we'll see how the technology works when we try and do this show between America and Greece. How about that? That sounds good. Oh, it'll be fine. May it work out great. Yeah. It'll be grand. <laughs> so thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. It's yeah. To this point. Yes, uh, thank you. Thanks for coming, Toby. It was nice to talk to you. My pleasure. Yeah, thanks, very Toby. Nice to, very nice to speak to you both. Yep. <laughs> and I'll see you on Instagram. Yeah. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Good. Goodbye.